Ready? Born ready. I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. <laughs> wow. Wow, I have not. Right. Who is this on the mic? Mic check one two one two. This is so. What? I. Bro, just... what are you talking about, man? <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. Wow, I am back. This is amazing. Damn, son. Welcome, you find this? welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cool and Conscious Podcast. <laughs> we are back, baby. Damn. Um, better than ever. Um, I do first off want to apologize for the um, absence, the unwarned absence that is, you know, people usually take a leave of absence and it's like you get a warning so you kind of know. Um, so I do want to apologize just because my schedule has not um, necessarily been aligning with the set recording schedule. Um, but that's all water under the bridge now because a little insight I had a job and I quit it. <laughs> I'm actually getting pretty good at quitting jobs. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I feel like I've quit three jobs in the last year. <laughs> That's so not funny, but... I'm glad you came back. <laughs> I've quit three jobs in the last year. And it's crazy because I started writing a book about... Um, how to leave your job and I feel like I am definitely going to publish that book by the end of the year I started writing it last year I was on a flight and I just popped up and started writing it um and I feel like the third time is the charm I'm like I, I have all the answers to the book now so be on the lookout um but yes I was waitressing actually um, for about four months. So from January to literally this past Friday, I was waitressing at a restaurant and I hated it every single day, every single day. So for the past 30, 60, 90, what's 90 plus 30, 120. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for the past 120 days, I have hated like my job. Um, I'm trying to think, was there one good day? I don't think there was one good day that I had, uh, mainly because I was a waitress at a predominantly white restaurant. So most of the clientele were white people. The management <laughs> was mostly white. Um, and so when your superiors are white and the people you're interacting with are white, it can be very difficult. Uh, it was like a mind fuck every single day. I felt like I was in the big house like serving these white families um, and taking care of them and catering to them and taking their kids to the bathroom in hopes of getting a good tip because like it was, oh God, it was just not good. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I was out for the time I was just because, shoot, I had to go to work. <clears throat> and I put emphasis on had to go to work because that's why I decided to quit. Um, because I felt like I had to go. Um, and 
that made me realize like, yeah, I did have to go away. <laughs> yeah, I had to quit. <laughs> um, and that's how I felt in radio. I felt like I was having to go to this job. Um, and when I worked at the, the call center, I felt like I had to go to work and I realized that, you know what? No, I don't have to do this. And every single day I feel like I have to do something that I don't want to do. That's taking time and energy and efforts away from what I need to be doing. I'm away from what God has called me to do. Um, so yes, that does uh, an applause is needed for that. Cause it took, it took, took me a, a few days to come to that. You know, I was teeter totter and I'm like, okay, I need to stay. I need to stay. But then I was like, you know, do you know who you are? Like, do you know whose child you are? And you worried about a job? Like, are you serious? Like, I thought we moved past this point in our life where we were serving other things that didn't serve us. And I had to come to that full circle moment. Um, so if that is you, I shared that only because I don't, you know, I like y'all in my business, but I don't really like y'all in my business. But <laughs> I shared that only. So if that is you, you know, you realize that if you feel like you are serving a person, if you feel like you are serving a position and it is not serving you, that's not your calling. That's not what you're supposed to be doing um, because there's no reason why you should be serving anything. Um, if anything, it should be serving you. It should be fueling you, pouring into you, helping you progress, feeding you power. And if it's not, then... Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Thanks for accepting my apologies. That won't happen again. And if it does happen again, you will be the first to know. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into this, um, how I feel. I feel, drum roll please. I feel cool. <laughs> You just came back cool. I came back cool. I came back cool. Um, and the little conscious bug has been creeping in, especially considering all this whole the turnover of Roe versus Wade and <laughs> all that Michigash just misogyny and just yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's pretty bad. Like I, I think it's like worse than horrible. I think it's just like. People wake up and say, how can we fuck some shit up today? <laughs> I mean, what I really want to know is who leaked it. When that happens, because like they said, it was going to come down. I think officially it's going to be June or July. Mm. When they actually, mm -hmm. you know, that's supposed to come out. This is just a preliminary draft. But oh boy said, no, nah, it, it's the draft. So we want to know who leaked it. Wow. But I think that somebody probably saw what it said. And I've I've worked jobs before I didn't like stuff and you know fuck it up a little bit so it don't happen because mm -hmm. not gonna just get this under my watch yeah yeah it's gonna come out that somebody leaked that just to you know get everybody active but you know that's why it's just a little you know see I didn't hear that so yeah, it's, it's just leaked. yeah yeah it was leaked and it's crazy just because how how you can be an activist in in different ways. Because that is a form of like revolt. That's a form of the revolution shall be televised. Like that's a form of shining light on darkness. Yeah. For um, sure. 
And I know that that took a lot of courage. Um, and I feel like I'm learning that there are so many different sides of activism because while I am a diehard frontliner in your face, like you are wrong. There are some people that that's just not them. Yeah. And for somebody to leak that, like, I'm like, that is some powerful shit to just leak. Like, who did you leak it to? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you create a separate email? And to, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did it get leaked? Like, now I'm very intrigued. I mean, there's plenty of ways. Like, I used to, like, I'm the type of person, like, to this day, right now, any job I've ever had, I have all of their manuals and all of their documents. So, like, that now I'm a pack rat, so they're like in the storage. Mm-hmm. And my girl was like, "Why the fuck we have all these boxes? Just, take just in case. So you never know. You just never you know. Never <laughs> know. And then when something happened, I you're find like, it. I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah, they can't because you know, my grandma always said it, man. If you want to hide something from a Negro, you put it in a book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they, you know, and they write stuff out like, you know, that's just how this system works. They have to have it on paper to document things. Hey man, sneak the thing on out there. Now, what I would wish is that we do that a lot more on the black front. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think it's coming. You know, the revolution won't be televised. That's why they say that. You know, mm. I'm a behind the scenes person. You know, so I like to amplify voices like yours. But I wouldn't march. You know, I don't. Yeah. Me personally, I don't see. But I would fund it. I would pay for the bus like we did when we was in mm-hmm. school. I would do all of that. But I don't see the... And see, I feel like I'm teeter-tottering on what side I want to be on. So, for instance, last night they had a protest at the Capitol um, in solidarity of the leak of the whole abortion uh, Roe versus Wade turnover. Um, And in lamest terms, basically, they are making it so it's like a state-by-state case for abortion, meaning the state gets to decide whether or not abortion is legal or illegal, but most of the states are making abortion illegal, while 70% of the entire country is in agreement of pro-choice. Um, and when I say 70% of the country, I'm saying just like general population, like just people across the country, 70% of people believe in pro-choice. And that's a big deal because most of the people that are making these decisions have dicks. Like, <laughs> so it's just like, damn, like, is it the dick swinging contest? Like what, at this point, what is this all about? Because why does a rapist get less time than the person that gets an abortion? You know, like just make it make sense. And it would be different if two plus two was equaling four, but two plus two is literally equaling something is astronomical decimal like <laughs> it's, it's just political football you know because like you said it's it, I, i'm not gonna lie i you know i'm a man so i never when i always came to the abortion issue i've always been uh whatever <laughs> you're like all right all right yeah, whatever you say because yeah, i don't know <laughs> yeah whatever because i'm not and i've never been in a position where my body felt like it wasn't in control yeah until this vaccine stuff Mm. Now, once this vaccine stuff started happening, I'm, I was asking like all my female friends, "Oh, this is this is how y'all feel, huh?" Somebody telling you yep. what you can and can't do with your body, and I think it's ironic that some of these same guys that's like against Roe v. Wade right now, they was crying 
when they had his vaccine. Right. So you know you don't want somebody telling like, you what to do with your body. So, you know you yeah. don't want. Now, being for abortion or against abortion, that's a different issue. Yeah. That's like saying if you're for uh, gay, gay uh, sex or not. That's different. But should gay people be allowed to get married and enjoy those benefits? Yeah, why not? They're not bothering me. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that don't do... And it increases the tax base if you're so much worried about money. Right. Like, if we talk... Like, what are we talking about here? Are we yeah. talking about money or are we talking about like... Yeah, exactly. Because I'm confused. If you're one of those people that's like, but nah, not down Roe v. Wade because, you know, I don't think the black community needs any more abortions and da 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 Well, that's a whole different stop. <laughs> but... Overall, if you as a person in control of your body wants to do whatever you want to do with your body, go do it. As long as it doesn't harm me, go do it. Because people are out here getting tattoos and gauges on their faces and eyes, turning into reptiles. Would I want to do that? Hell no. But right. should I pass a law that say, nah, no tattoos? No, no, it's not hurting me. You and what saying? in your right mind? Gives you just the authority to say, oh, hey, do what I want you to do. Exactly. And exactly. I feel like it's, there's so many other like levels. Like you could talk about population control and them seeing a decrease in the population. So now they're trying to increase it. Or you could talk about the way that people are still going to do it. So now it's just another way for them to lock people up. <laughs> so once they find that they're doing it, now they can find them, put them in the system, and now they're in jail. And it's it's just like there's so many other things that this could really be about versus it just being white and black of pro-choice or no pro-choice. Because they always try to make it seem like, oh, if you're pro-choice, you're pro-abortion baby. Right. No. I'm pro, you do what you want to do with your body. And what's best for you. Because at the end of the day, if I'm 14 and I get pregnant because somebody put their hands on me and they weren't supposed to, or I get pregnant because, hey, I was just being fast as fuck and I didn't know no better. Now I have this child that I don't know how to take care of because I am a child. So then you have two children that are raising each other and then you wonder why people are going into school shooting them up. Or you wonder why people are going into gas stations shooting them up because they're hungry. Or you wonder why people are stealing from Linux Mall because they don't have a choice. Or you wonder why people aren't going to school because they don't know how to learn. They, they have to take care of their kids. Like, what are we really talking about here? Are we talking about pro-life? Because when you bring a child into this world from a child, what life do they stand to have? Like, and, and what's so funny, I, I'm glad you said that because I'm like, so what So what are you, pro-life? Are you pro-children as well? Because you're the same kid, same people complaining about kids selling water. Like, see, my thing is this, right? If you want to be, if you want to be anti-abortion, you want to have all these kids. Well, let's start seeing some more legislation to take care of these. Kids. To take care of you know the kids, Why not like more legislation to promote marriage. Um, you know, more education on you know the do's and don'ts of having sex or abstinence. Why not make condoms just a free thing? Why don't you have to pay for all these prophylactics? Like or pe- like you have to pay for every absolutely everything. Yeah, and I, I mean, know in school I didn't learn about sex. Well, I know I will say we did, but it was it was it was vague. It was very surface level. Well, so, well when we did it, it was parental yes or no. So if you're, so mm. and the parents the parents said yeah, we would go in, and then after we went in, it got a little explicit. Right. You know oh, okay, gotcha. But you. some kids, their parents said no. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you find out because during lunch, we're gonna talk about right. It. Like but 
as far as being introduced or exposed or however the teacher, because, you know, I used to educate children on like abstinence and drug abuse and all those types of things. So you have the curriculum and then children always ask you, well, Mr. Keith, what do you think? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or just as a counselor, you start kind of even subconsciously putting your own thing in, right? So you're reading the material and you're like, I'm talking to a group of black kids. This material doesn't, you know, so I'm going to say all this to you because I have to, but let me tell you what the real is. Right. But I also don't know if there could be a pro whatever in that classroom teaching my child and outside the curriculum, they're like, hey, and by the way, um, you can do X, Y, Z. Right. I just think that we're just, I just think that we're using this issue too much as a political football. And now people are going to be tripping on themselves mm-hmm. because- you know, you're telling me, oh, okay, well, they're about to reverse this. Okay, cool. But you also are telling me that you, so you can't write any laws. <laughs> the Democrat has You the can't Senate, do the anything. House, the, there's nothing you can do. Then, uh, did you see this tweet from, uh, what's it called? Amanda Durrett, this white lady. Mm-hmm. So she's a, she's a pro-choice mm-hmm. white feminist. But this is where that underlying white supremacy racism be in there too. Because while you're trying to be... For something, you came off as a racist. Mm. So she says, I do wonder how these white supremacist lawmakers would feel if their little white daughters were raped and impregnated by black men. What? (laughs) Exactly. That tweet has been removed and she's uh, closed her account for right now because people have been eating her up. But why would you even like... Because it's political football. Like, you know what I'm saying? You read that and thought that that was good to well, tweet? Yeah, of course she did because she's thinking, oh, this is going to, but lady, you this don't is going to move the needle. It's not. And then also, what they're trying to do with this, and, you know, black people just pay attention. You know, I just feel like every time during the election season, right when we're getting closer to like mm-hmm. black issues being able to come out, it's like, his is a bullshit issue. Right. I, I like the fact that I don't... I mean, trust me. I know that this is an issue. Like, I know black people in the community do get abortions or whatnot. But I haven't really heard my timeline. and my. I've seen some people say something about it, but I, I like It's not how, flooded. Well, it's not... Because they quickly... You see how quick... Oh, this is just some football. Y'all just want something else to talk about. Yeah. And... I thought y'all solved this with them pink pussy hats. Mm. What, what was that about? <laughs> right. Like, what... what what are we really talking about here? Well, why didn't Ruth Bader Ginsburg leave when she was supposed to? Nah, she wanted to stay because she thought Hillary was going to win. And right. Messed around and died. Right. And then now we got a Republican. So Trump was able to get two picks. We, like it's, it's so much yeah. political football and games stuff being played that now the Democrats are at a checkmate. You are at a checkmate. You played around with the Supreme Court justice with Barack Obama. You didn't fight hard enough against the Republicans for that. You didn't push hard enough for like, what are y'all even doing? They're doing nothing. Nothing. Doing nothing. Nothing. And I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like black people are slowly, and when I say slow, I mean emphasis on slowly. I don't want to use the word waking up, but they're slowly realizing it. Some ain't right. <laughs> like, yeah. Some ain't right. Some ain't right. I think that Elon Musk 
Twitter tweet. I think that the Republicans trolling black people, calling Elon an African American, mm-hmm. they keep saying an African American owns Twitter now. A lot of African Americans start realizing, hold on. I mean, I've been in the Southeast. I always say black. Yeah. Black American. But that's specifically why, because if you write a law and then you write it's for African Americans, you're going to get some of them to squeeze in on the technicality mm-hmm. like Elon Musk. No. Do like what California is doing right now. Do this study to find all these foundational black Americans who came straight from slaves. Right, right. And give them reparations I saw that. Today. And they barely got that passed. It was like a 16 to 15 vote. Right. Because they almost was about to make it just for all black people. Right. And, that, and I have nothing against immigrants or anything, but there is a difference. Like, yeah. If your family can't be traced from American slavery. Now, you might have some slavery in your family, but that's... We talk about this slavery over British, here. Yeah, it's we a, talking about this yeah. slavery over here. You know, you're still being colonized to this day, so you can go find the Dutch. Right. They're over there right now messing you up. They, you can get to Right. Them. But like right now, we're talking about American stuff. So I like how California is doing it. Like, like Tulsa, mm. they just passed Oh, something. I did see that. I did. So I did see that. Everybody's saying, we can't get rid of No, we can get it. Mm-hmm. We can get it. We just have to keep pushing and don't let this political football and they just do it this nonsense like i'm like bro because at the end of the day realistically women are gonna figure out how to give abortions and and to be completely honest like you cannot tell i don't care people want you to do good but they don't want you doing better than them that's number one and number two People are naturally selfish. They're going to do what is in their best interest, regardless of what the law says. That's why motherfuckers is smoking 24-7. That's what they want to do. That's what's best for them. That's how they get through their day. So if I am pregnant and I don't want to have this baby, I'm not having this baby. Like, (laughs) I don't give a damn what the law says. I'm going to figure out a way. Just how people figure out a way to get drugs over here. They figure out a way to cheat on their test. They figure out a way to cheat on their drug test. They figure out a way to smuggle shit. Like, a way is going to be figured out. So it's like, like you said, it's just political football, and it's distracting us from something else. It's, it's absolutely distracting us either, like I said, from population control, from working more people into the system. It is distracting see, us. I'm going to say that's cap too because, you know, there's no overpopulation. I just came from out from Texas. Out there in Dallas, they are currently building. I mean, it's just straight. And they don't have any hills. So it's just oh, stretches yeah. of land. Like, you can just see stretches of land. Like, just ready to be built. Like, it, it, it's not an overpopulation. So you're right. It could be some form of population like, control. Or, you know, maybe it's that the overall class divide issue. Because you also know if this law gets passed, it's going to be poor women that can't get the mm-hmm. Rich women fly out of town. Like, that's what I'm saying. Fly, like, do it, the abortion, is, in, uh, the abortion is getting got. I don't care what you say. So that's what I'm saying. It's distracting us from something else because, like you said, who can't naturally afford abortions and abortions differ on how far along you are. So if, like I said, going back to those young teenagers, if you are, you don't know the pattern of your cycle. So if you didn't miss a cycle, hell, true. You just a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not thinking on that aspect. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question, right? Do you think morality 
can be legislated. Like, you remember in New York where they had a bunch of obese people? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I do. I think I remember what you about to say. They cut down the sodas <laughs> so they made people. So, like, do you think... So, do you All also right. think, like, this could also be a, you know, morality legislation as well? Because like, I, I've been having debates about it since it came out. And I've also been on the side of, well, don't get me wrong. If this does go away, in Georgia, you have 22 weeks. So, let's just start backwards. You have 22 weeks, right? That's about... Mm-hmm. At least two months, mm-hmm. right? So I still feel like, because after three months, I don't even think you should be thinking about personal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Don't think you should be trying to think, you rather just think about what I'm going to do to take care of, right? Mm-hmm. So boom. So let's get to before that. They're not outlawing plan B pills. So if you did have some unprotected sex and you thought it was risky, take a plan B pill, right? And then a step before that. Which are $50 a pop. Yeah. So if I'm a child and I can afford fifty dollars a pop uh-uh. for a pill, Mm-mm. I'm not. I, I would. I, I used to feel like that back in the day. Everybody rich now. All these kids got iPhones. No, no. All, listen, listen <laughs> All these kids got iPhones, Yeezys, Jays. They got their little crypto money. Fifty dollars. They can go, and then their parents got fifty. Like you can come up with fifty. Okay. And, all and right. The, all right. And you the generic the point. version is thirty five. Right. You're right. Uh, so you got that. Then you got condoms mm-hmm. before that. And then before that, you have abstinence of the straight being a virgin. So, like, there's about four other steps before you get to this abortion that do you think that you can legislate morality in the sense of now, hey, hey, now that you know you just can't go get rid of that baby, do you <laughs> now start having sex a different way? Do you start looking at consequences differently? Like, you, do you start saying, you know So what? that's what you think it is? Well, I, that's why I asked that question because mm. I wonder, can you? Because it it started with the sodas, mm-hmm. like oh, you that ain't gonna hurt nothing. Yeah, people are too fat. Cut the sodas, <laughs> but you can't tell me what to do with my body, right? You have seatbelts to save your life. The seatbelt don't do nothing for nobody else but save your life. But how you don't know? I want to feel the thrill today. Yeah. So all these legislations get passed to quote unquote protect you, and now here we are. Roe v. Wade doesn't now. Legislate some morality. Hey, ladies, you're not going to just go get rid of this baby. Does it now give men an opportunity to step up? Like, would it be a new law that says, okay, well, lady, if you wanted an abortion, but now it's outlawed, you can just give your baby up to the, to the dad that wanted the baby. You know, like, I, so that's why I asked, can you legislate? I feel like that is a great point. I also feel like. In today's society, that is not going to work. Like legislative morality? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, back in the day, yes, absolutely. Just because people didn't have that many distractions. Like people mm-hmm. could pay attention and think about their consequences. Now, everybody's moving so fast. People aren't thinking. People are just doing. And so I do feel like you absolutely have a point because I didn't think of it in that perspective. Now you can't play the you can't play chess. I feel like we lived in a society back then where people were playing chess. We are in a society where it's just checkers. Like it's literally what it is. If you're trying to say something, say it. You can't do the oh, let me pass a bill to make you 
do this while I want you to do this. It be and it, I'll, you can't do that because people aren't thinking that deep. And you have so many surface level people that are just thinking on the surface that are their every day is scrolling. They switch from Instagram to switch to Twitter to switch to Facebook, sending memes back and forth to the group message. That is people's day. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you want people to think, oh, I could take this precautionary measure, this precautionary measure, this precautionary measure, or I could go buy this $50 Plan B pill, or I could just go get drunk and do it all over again. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and, and that's why I say that, though, because it also, you know, it won't affect every community, right? Because as I start having a morality conversation, I'm like, you know what? I, I want to do, you know, I haven't done this in a while. I just, I'm a nerd, so I do my own research. I want to do some research on the numbers, right? And I want to know, because I have a strong feeling that, yeah, they focus on black abortion, but I have a strong feeling that white people get way more abortion. You know, white blacks. women, it was proven in the research, yeah. That, white women get more... Abortions. abortions than any other race. Boom, right? And their and their birth rates are declining. So you have a negative population of growth over there on their side. Then when it comes to quote unquote morals, you know, nothing against the black community, but we still have to get our shit together. Like we still have a little bit of a uh slave mentality with some of our mm-hmm. shit. Like this nigga shit we just do, right? <laughs> but no, we do like sometimes. No, 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 do. you're right. But you're like, right. I other, agree. That's on laugh. I'm like, wow, yeah, you're so right. Because other cultures though, like, you know, certain Indian cultures, certain Asian cultures, they hell, even some African cultures, they have a look, I might want to not do this, but my culture dictates that mm-hmm. I live with my parents yeah. until I get married. I do this. I do that. Yeah. I do this. I don't do that. God forbid I do that. Oh my gosh, I'm going to shame the entire culture and, if I do that. Exactly. Like they have much more standards that they have to, you know what I'm saying? Uphold, live by, mm-hmm. prove. They got a lot more proving to do, exactly. you know? So, like, so I feel like this is also an opportunity to black people get a little bit of morals because I know those other communities, they see this and they're like, we weren't doing that anyway. We, we wasn't doing it anyways. <laughs> and second of all, good riddance, because now that safety net that my daughters probably thought they had, they don't even got that. I've been telling them they don't have it. We don't do it anyways, but I know they had a thought. Right. Now they have no- I know they was going to do it and just not tell me. Boom. You know? So now like, they have none of that, and because in their culture, they believe in raising a baby either way. Just bring it here. We're going to raise it. It don't, it don't matter. Right. We, we got a whole time. village. Yeah. The whole village is going to raise this baby. Yeah, I and, But with them, they actually have like villages that would love to take care, well, you know, embrace. Right. Exactly. Versus now it's like our villages is like friends, family, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, all right, auntie over here, auntie yeah. down the street. No, they have an actual village and the grandmas are still grandmas they're not glammas right they're not doing all this at no, the club and shaking ass and mm-hmm. getting their bodies done they're passing down rituals and traditions it's and those like standards a, uh, my dad lives in a neighborhood like that where there's like a bunch of different cultures and this is one indian guy the baby five now but i remember when the baby was first born it was a granddad and a newborn every morning going for a walk every afternoon going for a walk. and they still do it in the baby five <laughs> <laughs> and they still do now. The baby's walking a little bit more, but it's the granddad doing that. The parents are probably in the house cooking or finding right. a breather or whatever they got to do. But that's that village, that's that mentality, wow. that's that family. So bring it back. Does this now make black people say, you know what? Well, let's get a little bit of morality and some codes around here because you know one thing about us. Yeah, I think we do have abortions, but I know a lot of people have kids. Yeah, like, <laughs> a lot of people out here have kids. Like, and 
I don't know if it'll be so bad. And hopefully this will get people activated politically to say, hey, look, we're going to let the system crash and burn, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to vote. We're going to let these, all, these, all these other laws crash and burn. And then let's get politically active because they also leaked a Republican document that says that they're focused on 32 states. Tell you why. If the Republicans can get 32 governors, they mm. can change the Constitution. That's so scary. And that and, and they're not saying we're gonna do it next year, two years. This is a 20 to 30 year fucking plan that they're gonna implement and they're trying to get it done within the next 15. I almost just I just got a little nauseous. I just got a little nauseous because for whatever reason, ever since I was younger, I kid you not. And this is how you know, like, when you hear people say it's in you, it's not on you, it's in you. Like, certain things are just in you. You know, like, I feel like Kobe Bryant's ability to play basketball was in him. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't just like a, oh, it's on him. Granted, he put in hours and days and years of practice, but his innate ability to just be who he was on the court was in him. (laughs) And I feel like like I'm trying to say it how I, how I see it. I feel like, like thinking about the advancement of black people is something that's just in me. Like, it's not even like I'm focused on it, but we could go somewhere and it's like perfect. And I would see how it's not perfect in the black person's perspective. Like, like in every, it's like, damn, you can't never be happy. And it's like, no, because look, because this, 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 and this, and this is wrong with this picture. You don't see that? Like, I was at my brother's wedding and he literally did me like that. It was somewhere and I said something. He said, bro, chill. Just chill, bro. Just my chill, bro. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, see, that's what they want you to do. Yes. They want you to just be chilling. And I think about that in my head. It's like, I'll just be like doing something. And I see like a white person do something. I'm like, see, that's what's wrong right there. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just, it's always there. But I say that to say, when you said their long-term plan of getting 30 governors and they're going to rewrite the constitution. When I was younger, I would always have like flashes or like, I don't want to call them visions, but just pictures of history repeating itself. Like always, like it, it wasn't like a somebody would bring it up. That was always a thing, and that has always scared me. It has you mean always like, as you like or reading the history book in class, you notice and like, damn, this is, and then you can see the future. Yeah. Like always, like, and so that's why. I had to kind of stop watching documentaries about like different like activism leaders or just different movements because I'm like, this is scary. This is this is what you call a scary movie. Oh yeah. Like not the chainsaw massacre and all that. Like, not that. Granted, I don't watch scary movies, period. But now when I sit and I watch documentaries, I get scared because I know. That is coming, and you just confirmed it because you said that they're they have a, a they're trying to get thirty two states. 
So if they're trying to get 32 states and they're trying to rewrite the Constitution, God forbid, there's going to be one person that's like separate but equal. Or how about we just put a sign up here just to see, just to test it out. Oh, it works. Oh, okay. Like they were outraged, but it's going to die down. It's going to, it's going to die down. Well, because it's the, uh, it's the ultimate root of what, what the term white supremacy is. It's not just the book. It's not just the quote unquote white physical person. It's the idea of Mm -hmm. whiteness and whiteness having to stay in existence. And the more, the darker quote unquote, it gets around them. White supremacy has to get, so all they're trying to do is what they do in South Africa, right? They white people in South Africa were the minorities, but because of apartheid, they had black people around here looking like they were the minorities. No, now it's switched over, and now they even getting their farmlands back, and they're crying about stuff like that. But that's what they're trying to do in America. Like America is getting browner. Our number one export is culture. It's not any physical. It's culture. It's hip hop. Black mm-hmm. culture. It comes from America. It doesn't come from any, anywhere else. Anywhere else. So you mean to tell me that's how y'all, that's how, that's what influences out of America, but inside of America, oh, it's more y'all coming to? No, nah, no, nah, white supremacy, white supremacy can't have that. I need to stay in control. First thing I need is more of us. Get rid of these abortions, y'all. Y'all, y'all, all y'all white women keep killing me. Nah, we're going to make you have these babies. Handmade this tale. Next thing they're gonna mm-hmm. do is try to repeal things back. But what I'm saying is, I the hope I have about history not repeating itself is that us being descendants of slaves is something new, and we have always been the ones to change the course of America. Mm-hmm. We were the ones that put together the unions and pushed for all that stuff to change. Now, granted, the mafia took over and didn't let blacks in, and it crashed, but. We're the ones that push the civil rights movement. It's never been millions of people. Oh, it's always been those fighters, yeah. those civil rights move, movers. And I feel like the same thing is coming back again. I think that black people are realizing, oh, if that's the Republican plan, then what's the Democrat plan? Oh, there is no Democrat plan because y'all are in there with them. Because y'all, y'all in on it. Y'all, y'all in there bullshit. Y'all in on it. Y'all, <laughs> it's like instead of y'all see the Republicans are trying to fight these group of people over here, that Democrats like sitting in the middle and saying, turn around and say, hey, black people, we're going to hold them off, but you got to vote for us. Right. And if you don't vote for us, we're going to move out the way. Right. And let let them come. And now black people are realizing, like, hold on. So that means y'all don't care about us. Right. If that's the case, just go ahead and move. Right. Move. Because I'd rather see what they got because at least we know that it's coming. At least we know that it's coming with y'all standing in the way, we can't see shit. Y'all just in the fucking way. Get now, the fuck out see, the way. And now that's now your shit start opening up because now you realize <laughs> I'm I can't like, even see these thirty two coming down the pipe because, because you talking about fucking abortions and shit. Like, get the fuck out of the way with that damn bullshit. Because if I want to get an abortion, I'm gonna get the damn shit, and you just gonna have to just be happy. Like yep, Ukraine. And immigrants and everything else that has nothing to do with... Like, you just sent a billion dollars to the Ukraine. And you got people here that can't even afford abortions. What are we talking about? Like, can't even afford to feed their families. I went and volunteered at Hosea Feed the Hungry today. Do you know how many cars I had to put food in? And shout out to Hosea because he's been... They've been doing that since my They've been doing days. that for so long. Do you know how many cars I had to put food in? It gave me chills. I almost cried because I'm like, we're in Atlanta. This is quote unquote the black Mecca. 
This is motherfucking Wakanda to some people. And the line for people to just get food. Like, it's insane. It's insane. But you just sent a billion dollars to the Ukraine. And, and that's why I say it's the other side of it, too. So then that's going on, right? But when you see Roe v. v. Wade, when you see all this stuff coming down the pipe with the government, do us as black people start buckling down now? Do we start getting morals? Do we start? Because I've been watching these uh, Atlanta Street interviews. They've been on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he posted, he posted right over here um, by the Capitol. What's that? Really? The, what's the food? It's the shelter. You know, the shelter is right there. And he posts up right there and just be asking a bunch of questions. He has a lot of subscribers now. Every day he posts like three or four videos. He just talks to homeless people. And they have a, some of them was like real fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know this was coming. But everybody else kind of has like an underlying. Understanding. Not even understanding. Underlying missing. Like underlying, I don't have my basics together. Mm. My morals together. Mm. Like, I don't, look, I don't, I don't disparage anybody that has like four kids four baby daddies or four baby mamas or whatever. I only do that if each time you weren't trying to progress or now you're at a point where you don't care and now you just, you're trying to live all this. But now nah, you can progress. You can come up. You can still do better. But a lot of these people have that. It seems like bad trouble always fall, follows them. Mm. Bad luck is always there. Um, but then the other side of it are the people who they couldn't help it, right? They've all been touched, molested, mm-hmm. raped. They've all been through the foster care system. They've all been exposed to drugs. One lady said that the reason why there's so many homeless people in Atlanta, and I'm starting to think it might be true because a couple of them on the interview have said it, it's so many homeless people here because the drugs here in Atlanta are so good, so cheap. A lot of people from other cities, are they coming? Like homeless people are just coming here for the crack cocaine and for the drugs. And they're just living on their bridges and stuff because the weather ain't bad until the wintertime and they figure out where to go back home. But like right about now they're coming. And a couple of them have said this on the That's interview. crazy. I'm not, I mean, well, I don't do drugs. So I'm like, is the drug scene bad? Because I'm like, it, I mean, the drug scene is, the drugs here are just that good. You moving from one home, being homeless in one city to come to another city to be homeless, to be high. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, because, you know, I, I smoke weed, but I know when I was like, out of town in Houston, they weed was bappy, trash as hell. And I know Atlanta has some pretty good. What? Even when I go to Cali, Child. Atlanta has pretty good weed. So it's like, I see that part of it. But now I'm saying, I said all that to say, should we start getting on these morals? Or like, should we start buckling down? Shout out to the mayor. He just appointed four new people to the rental housing. Unit. I did like, see that. Trying, you know, but also, you know, should should we start being more strategic? Like, should we be looking at cities yeah. like Texas? Yeah, we should. Alabama? But are we? We should. Yeah, so the question isn't, should we? Because, yeah, we should. Absolutely. Absolutely, we should. But, again... Go to the same example I've been saying for so long. If you have one, the wrong messengers, people are not going to listen. And two, when you live in a city where entertainment and culture runs and rules the city, politics and morals and what's good for you and substance does not matter. Because if you look down the street and you see a built body bitch, 
with her titties done, her makeup, her wig on, her ass hanging down to her knees. And you see her standing next to Lil Baby Future, Outkast, Drake, all these other people. I mean, you can put Drake in there, but I was trying to just name people from Atlanta. T.I., like, 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 Amaretta. <clears throat> if you if you put all those people on the same street, and then you put, let's volunteer to feed the hungry. You put Hosea Williams on this street, and you put the mayor on this street, and you you put substance on this street. Not saying these entertainers lack substance, but I'm saying that is not what they are promoting. Everybody's going to run towards the artist. They're going to run towards the entertainment. They're going to run towards the hookah, the strip clubs, the after hours spot. That's where they're going. So it's not even so much of should morals now be implemented and should people start trying to get their morals together and, and think about their compass and start, you know, really trying to stand on something before they fall for anything. Yes, they should. But that entertainment light shines much brighter than that moral, that, that light of moral, morality, morals, whatever, morality, morality. <laughs> whatever the fuck the word is, it shines, it shines just a little brighter. Because if I get in front of a crowd and I speak about who I am and where I come from and what I believe and know to be true, and I speak about having morals, yeah, people will listen because I, I know how to, um, I know how to speak in a way to get people to listen. And I know my tone is assertive and it can be persuasive and I and I can make a twinkle in my eye to where people believe me as they should because my story is, is true and there's validity to it. But at the same time, I don't come with a fat ass and I don't come with big tits and I don't come with what the average entertainer has. And so my story, people listen but I'm making them listen versus entertainers. You don't got to make people listen to you because they're going to listen anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like they're intrigued by that. Yeah. Like- well, and, I, and I get it too. Cause I think, you know, and, 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 you know, this is why you're cool and conscious. Cause you do understand both sides. You yeah. do understand. Yeah. You're conscious. You know what to say, but you understand sometimes I had to put on, the monkey suit, right? right. I always call it the monkey yeah, no, suit, right? Definitely. It's, the, it's the, when the nigga got to put on his chains and earrings and everything to go out. Uh, it's like when you have to go out because that's what people gonna listen and everything but then when they start having a conversation they're like they're oh, like, oh, oh damn oh. but you got because if you walk in just like how you come when you record if I just if walk, I walk in with my sweats and a t-shirt they're they, not gonna listen to me yeah they're gonna be like what? unless the only time they do though unless they know you're a certified millionaire being mm-hmm. that type but if they don't know you got money you can't get away with this you know it's like oh what is she doing but I also feel like we just got to start. Which shouldn't be the case. That goes back to yeah. what you're saying about yeah. morals. <laughs> because if you were morally right, you wouldn't treat somebody less than because of how they look. And I know other, and, and, and look, I'm not too deep in other communities. But when I used to live, especially in Gwinnett and Buford Highway, I used to see all the Hispanics mixing. I used to see a Hispanic in a suit, dressing fly with J's on. Right next to somebody who looked like fresh out the goodwill, but they're mm-hmm. all eating tacos and stuff together. They're all supporting this business together. Mm-hmm. Somehow we've gotten away from that, especially in Atlanta. And if you don't pull up in the Lambo, you're not flexing in front. Child, I went to brunch the other day, and they were talking about some valet cocoa. I said, "Um, I don't valet cocoa." 
the hell? Mind you, it, it was literally like, it's not like I had to walk far. The parking spot I parked in was right in front of the door. And they were like, oh, yeah, most people valet here. I said, well, I'm not most people, and you're not getting in my car. Like, first of all, because I don't even know how to valet this damn uh, Coco, okay? I don't know how to work the valet. And second of all, if I did, I'm not paying $20 for me to park in the first spot that I was going to park in anyway just to walk in the damn door. And that's it. Too much flexing. But I'm hoping, you know, this is make people start buckling down. And... Oh, child, I'm buckled. I didn't quit my job. The hell, I ain't got no choice but to buckle down. Well, I, I, I just hope it's some more of that pant because that's why I had fun with the pandemic so tough because I like being locked down. It was my most flourishing of times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think we'd be able to even have the podcast up and running the way we do if yeah. we had that time. But now with the summer coming back, I just want people to realize, like, no, life is different. It's not going back. Corona's still out here. You can still get it. The laws are still changing rapidly. Oh, y'all thought Trump was the worst thing? No, Trump is gone, and they're still doing everything now that they said that wouldn't happen if we got Trump off out. I so, genuinely miss Trump. I'm just saying. I miss Trump because at least I knew what I was getting. It ain't. I don't. And I don't understand why people don't understand this. Like, for instance, when I I went on a date the other day, and I was the guy was like, you know. He asked some, me some great questions. I was very, like, surprised. I was like, okay, okay, you want some different type of time? Because he's like, you know, what are some things that are your triggers? Like, what are, I don't want to, I want to make sure that I don't hurt you. And I want to, like, just see, you know, like, where you are right now and what are some things I can better do to, Amen. like, so, uplift you. Sorry about that, because no, I was very, I was looking at him like, what the hell? We, we talked about it on Why Black Man Why. We, the uh, older brother, he's an older brother. He said that in our generation, especially after you meet a woman or a man at twenty five plus, that's a question you got to ask. What's your trigger? Because mm-hmm. you've been hurt, you know, you've been played with. A lot of shit that happened to you by twenty five that back in his generation wouldn't have happened by then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now you do got to ask that question. And when he said that, I literally was just like. And he was like, like, what do you need from me to better fuck with you? And I was like, well, damn, that's a, I didn't even get that, yeah, that no, question. That, that was the wrong question because she ain't going to know, brother. No, I mean, no, no, no. I did know. I did know. I did know um, because I do I do reflect a lot. And I, and I am at a point where I'm tired of running into the same, running the same race, expecting different results. Okay. So in these past four months... I have been really like, okay, why are you doing the same shit, expecting different things? What happened? How can we move forward? So I was very open and honest with him, and I let him know like what I needed, and he was very receptive to it. Subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> he was very, he was very receptive to it, and I was thankful because I, child, I ain't know I had absolutely no idea what either way back to the point um i told him off rip i need you to be up front like something i need from you i need consistency like i don't need it to be oh i talk to you at 6 a.m every morning then all of a sudden i'm talking to you at 11 and 12 and 1 and it's like if you if you if you do something do it Like, I need that structure. I need that pattern. I need that reliability because my past has not been so reliable. 
Mm-hmm. I said, and so it's a trigger for me when not saying I can't handle when things aren't structured, but I can't handle when I just don't know. Yeah. I said, because you never know what I might be okay with. You might say, I'm going on a date. Okay, we not together, but let me know that you're spending time with somebody else. Like, let me know that so I can make that decision. Because, yes, the truth hurts, but at the same time, it hurts a whole lot less worse than me having anxiety all day and trying to figure out what you're doing. And, like, it hurts a lot because I know. So it's just like, it's like going back to Trump. That was my point. At least with Trump, we knew. Yeah, I didn't have to second guess and think that he wasn't going to be who he showed us to be every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, you get know what I'm saying? Like, but, but, but it's funny you say that because niggas was trying to tell folks about Joe Biden even before the election. They did. And they were trying to say, nah, but he going to change. He, this ain't the same. This old ass white man. Like, He's literally 80. He's oh, a senior citizen. No shade to senior citizens. No but, shade, but they don't change. Like, they don't change. My, my dad, as much as he wants to change, <laughs> he not he's going not going to change. Little things, yeah. Things that you do for him. Like, an old person will change how they eat if you're cooking their meals for them. Yeah. But they're not just about to just change. like Exactly. So, I'm not going to believe this old white man was going to change from With all his supremacy and all his privilege, he's been living his whole life. You think he about to get in there and change? The fact that all of these politicians, especially on the Democratic side, are octogenarians. Let you know you got that, to you got to define that eighty plus. Oh, okay. They, 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 they <laughs> oh, octogenarians! Yeah. Wow. They, they won't okay. they won't give up their seat. Like you would think. Oh, okay. Well, if I really do care about progress and pulling the next person up, and like, I no, they don't give a fuck. I would be Nancy Pelosi talking to AOC like, "Hey, girl, let me get you up." Nah. On the other side, they're like, mm, "I don't like the new stuff that you're trying to push." I'm going to stay here. That's not how we did it in my day. But you're about to die. So you need to give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to give it up. R.I.P. The grave is calling. I mean, if, if, and and back to the original thing, if Roe v. Wade didn't show you how old ass politicians (laughs) are in the way, listen, all this happened because of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Like, if she would have left, got replaced before Trump instead of trying to wait and see if we were going to get the first female president so she can make it a first appointment and right. do all this fucking symbolism. No. Do politics. You're, you're too old. You're about to, you got cancer. You're about to go. Let Barack Obama <laughs> replace you. If he would have got two... If Obama, if Obama would have got the two picks instead of Trump getting the two picks, this Roe v. Wade thing wouldn't even be an issue. Mm-hmm. But so much posturing and politics and game playing got us right here. So going forward, are we still going to play this game of politics? Or are we going to make it serious? Are we going to show, hey, let's strategically, you know what? Nobody vote this time. And let's see what happens next time we talk to them. Say, hey, you know what? Nobody voted last year. But we have a presidential election coming up next time. And if y'all want a Democratic president, this is what we need from the black for the black people. And not later. We need it now because you're here now. Let's get it now. Like we literally need it now. We need it now. And I was saying this earlier about like protesting. I just feel like, and this is, I'm only speaking on me. I'm not speaking on any other like protester, but I just feel like I'm with the shits. 
And I am so much with the shits that it pisses me off when I go out to a protest and it's other people protesting, but they're not with the shits. Because now that defeats the purpose. Like now you diluting the message. Because when I say no justice, no peace, I mean that. Like, I mean it so much. Like, I'm not stopping. I'm not, I'm not stopping until we get peace. I mean, until we get justice. Because I live a life where it's not peaceful. So I'm fine. I'm fine with the noise. Like, I'm fine with the bullshit. I'm fine with all of this. But you have people that go out there and they're just saying it to be cute, you know? Or they're saying it just to say it or they're saying it just to be out on the street. And so... A part of me felt a little bad because there was a protest last night, um, like I mentioned earlier, for the whole, this whole abortion, not mumbo gumbo. And I'm like, dang, I should have been out there. But then another part of me was like, they not out there today. So was it really no justice, no peace, or was it let's get out here and rah-rah and then go home? You know, <laughs> because I'm like, <laughs> I'm really with the shits. And I just feel like I just be wanting people to be with the shits too. Like, 100% with the shits. Because if we going to do it, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i with the shits, especially like to disrupt systems. It's like, I'm no longer with the... I mean, don't get me wrong. We need that element too. See, we need all elements to work. Right. No, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In your be with the shits in your own way. And so, because me personally, my strong suit isn't like funneling through files and finding the loopholes and dismantling the system that way. But I damn sure can stand in front of a crowd and we can make some noise every single day. I can do that. I know for a fact I can do that. And I can encourage people to keep coming out and I can fuel them and remind them why we're here and build that camaraderie while you and people on the back end are making sure that we good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like all poor, all parts are so vital, but everybody has to be willing to go the distance, you know? And so then that's when I just get burned out just by thinking about how many people not willing to go the distance. <laughs> Like, I'm not about to tire myself out yeah. for y'all. But the sad thing is, the reason why I have I get there and then I come back because I'm like, if if it's in, like you said in the beginning, if it's in you, you can't stop. Mm -hmm. I know that it never was all of us, but we always all benefit. And I know it just takes a small collective few to push this. I just think that now though, it's gonna be a real transformation. See. History repeats itself, but then, like I said, with us, I just think that we learn, we change. Like, I don't think we've gotten, I think we're here now. Like, it could repeat now. We could mess around and get back to, like, the black codes and mm -hmm. Jim Crow and slavery. But that's only because our parents' generation got kind of lulled to sleep after civil rights in the 90s and 80s. They, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of dope, a lot of money. It was a lot of things to, like you said, distract us. Mm -hmm. I think now we have a lot more distractions, but... We're getting hit in the face so hard with stuff. It's like we can't deny it. Like you said, when Trump was around, it was very evident. I mean, you, 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 I was like, wow, this is crazy. Here. But then now the Democrats are in office, it got quiet again. Everybody don't know that they just, what, Black Lives Matter took about $61 million. And all that all that Target money, all that Blockbuster, mm -hmm. all that Netflix. Hey, we got all this money for Black activists, Black activists. 
And then Trump is gone. And now, like, hey, what happened to that uh, money? Didn't y'all say, oh, we gave it to them. Hey, what y'all do with the money? We bought a house. We dip. We did all Shit, this. We got, that's our reparation. We got the fuck on. <laughs> and got the hell on. You know what I'm saying? And then trickle down to the. So now it's like a. You know, we, they're trying to lull us back to sleep, but you can't because, you know, <laughs> you ever try to sneak in the house and your mm. parents, you know, you never snuck in the house? Like, yeah, no. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I never, man, I'm telling you, I just didn't want to hurt my mom. Like, because <laughs> I don't say it's like sneaking in the house. Like, I'm like, no, I never thought to sneak in the house or to like, I would tell her, mom, I'm outside in front of the house. I'll, and I would text her when I was about to come inside. Like, I, when I say I'm straightforward, I'm not doing that because that, that hurts people. Like, when you lie, when you sneak around, no, I'm that's, up that's, front. That's what the Democrats are doing. They're sneaking around the house, <laughs> but like, they're making too much noise. So we know you're here. Like, Y'all yeah. sneaking around, but this Roe v. Wade, y'all made too much. Y'all noise. knocking shit over. Yeah, so I now see. We see what you do. Oh, now uh, you. you slammed the door too hard. Because <laughs> you know, it kept getting louder. You know, the Trump stuff, okay, well, now you're gone. And it's like, oh, I'm going to do something for black people? No. And then, you know. Like, it has done nothing. Like, not one thing. Or has he? I could be even speaking, but I don't. Uh, not, not not specifically for black people. Yeah. Not like how he did for the Native Americans. And for the, the Asians. Like, and I'm the Hispanics like... and the Ukrainians. Oh, he did something for the Haitians. He put their asses back on the plane and sent them back home. Um, like, but yeah, nothing. like make it make sense. Yeah, exactly. I, like even when you listen to what, like I said, all of the rhetoric points to nothing getting done, and now black people are like, "Oh, you're not gonna trick me again." Obama is the first. Obama is the reason why all this stuff has happened because they lied and said he was the first black president, and nothing changed for black people when we were like, "Oh, you." Al Sharpton, all these other all these other black people that was in even some of our favorites, Jay Z and Beyonce, all y'all. Y'all was in there partying. They're just I'm gonna getting, say they're just standing in the Like way. you said, the little babies, there was all the entertainment people messing around and got into the White House and we didn't get nothing done. Cause we so blinded by Oh my gosh! This person at the White House, this person at the White, fuck them. Like they don't being at the White House. Exactly. I don't give a I. Sometimes I wish I could hop into the brain of someone who cares so I could understand why they care. Cause I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. Oh, well, you, you know, you know why they care? It's a, uh, it's a distraction. You know, it's, it's it's a it's an escape. It's a distraction. It's a relief. It's the the friends that we have that's like, Creed, chill out. Me and each other. I just want to enjoy this. White yeah, supremacy. yeah, you're right. You're you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I just want to enjoy it. I don't want to <laughs> like. What is struggle. wrong with you? This ain't always got to be that. And I'm like, yes, it is always that. It's, it's always. It's that. always that. Like people say, the world is run by sex and money is run by race. Because if you stand a white man next to a black man, they're gonna automatically think that he has more money. Than that black man just because he's white, Look, just because he's white. It's so bad for me. <laughs> I don't go to the strip clubs. Like I haven't been to the strip club since like after I crossed. It had to be like, oh, I'm dating myself, but oh like, seven. Last time I went to the strip club, and that's when I remember it hit me like a ton of bricks. I seen all these beautiful black women just exposing themselves provocatively. All these black men in here, a lot of drink. A lot of smoke, all of this money, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, in my mind, I was like, "So tomorrow morning, all of this money that they collect, are they going to take it to a black bank?" 
No. No. And I'm sitting here like, so with all the strip clubs just in Atlanta, if they all just went to Citizen Stress with their money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, what, wait, no. <laughs> just like a Sunday night. Like just one yes, night. Yes. Not saying every week. Just one night. Y'all take everything y'all collect. Yeah. Or just, just like Super Bowl weekend. Take all of that money y'all collect and go put it in the black bank. But nah, that's probably at Bank of America or Wells Fargo. And once I realized all that, and then I'm like, even the liquor brands, can we get a black distributor? You know what I'm saying? Like, even with what the women are wearing, is there a black? black like, like this, there's this, this no black business going on right here. <laughs> Why? Outside of just breaking music to see who the next hot nigga going to be from the club. We like, listening to black music. At least we think that we are. But, it, it's, like... You know, and so once that happened to me, I'm like, this, and then you know, being with my boys, and that's like, how you know, you just all fucked up when you in literally in the middle of a strip club thinking like, oh my god, we this is, oh my gosh. And my boy, oh meanwhile, my, my boy's pulling out like five. <laughs> he, I mean, he cashed out five thousand. That's the other thing that hit me too. So you just took out five thousand dollars just to throw, just to throw. Hmm. And they could see, like I said, if, if I knew for sure all this money would go to a black bank, maybe I could feel a little bit right, better. Right, that would make you feel better. Like, shit, they going to put it in a black bank. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I got it. Yeah, I know where it's going. <laughs> like, here, give me some of that to throw. Shit, I throw some <laughs> that, that shit. That means going to the bank, and then I might apply for a loan, and boom, it's right back. That's the dollar circulating right. to me. But So, you know, I tell that to say, can you legislate morality? Can we get things back to where... It's, I, it's, it's a little bit of what Felicia Moore was talking about her campaign run. You know, like, you know, I'm going to close some of these clubs a little bit early. I'm going to put some tighter restrictions on what needs to happen security-wise. And, you know, maybe it won't be so many people shooting up if they're not open until 4 in the morning. I, it, just, I reposted some, somebody, I don't know how long ago it was, but a, another person died up in Buckhead at one of the bars. Somebody, well, before we just got here, there was a police involved shooting up here. Okay. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. This was just like a, a person on person. Mm. Like a, mm. Either way, it was up by um like Red Martini um up there. Mm. And I had just reposted it and I tagged the mayor. And I was like, look, I know things are still fresh, but how much longer is this going to keep happening? Like, I get it. You are new into office, but the problems that we're facing is not new. Like, people getting killed left and right up in Buckhead, that's not new. So how much longer is it going to happen because you ran on crime? Thanks for the, the I saw something about the Beltline. Thanks for appointing new people, but you ran on crime. Like, in, in my opinion, that should be what's handled first. You said in the first 100 days, I feel like we reached that 100 day mark. If we ain't reached it already. <laughs> so it's just like, thank you so much because you definitely are getting the job done and you are doing a lot. But I just want you to do what you said you was going to do. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. Like, And, and that's for everybody. Democrats. All, I'm like. All politicians. That's. At this point, that's for everybody, period. That's for every person. But but I like today's conversation because, you know, based on what we talked about, and you back now. You know, <laughs> shout out. 
Yeah. 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 Some of these guests coming on and some of this stuff that we're going to be like learning and getting more conscious again. I feel like, especially the listeners, you guys are going to start being equipped on like, okay, what can we tangibly do to solve this? And it might be, hey, you're not going to be able to fix it until you can vote next time. But until you're voting next time, let's start seeing who's running for what, who can get in these positions, who can do, you know, what, what spare time do you have for your talents to, you know, amplify a voice? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Even if it's something as small as I'm going to subscribe to Queen's podcast, I'm going to share it with a friend because I'm getting educated on consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Let me share it and then you grow it that way. And one day Creed's going to say, everybody who's listening. This is what we doing. This is what we're doing. And then we do it. That would be so cool. Like, look, y'all, this is what we're doing. This is the plan. This is what we're doing until. Like, it ain't going to be no no justice, some peace. It ain't going to be no no justice, still peace. No justice, we going out for single day, my own. No, no justice, no peace. Like, because if you're paying taxes in this city or just in general, which all of us are, most of us are, there's no reason why you should not be able to reap the benefits from what you're paying for. It's too, it's too, at this point, it's too expensive to go outside. And when I say expensive, I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about mentally. I'm talking about emotionally. I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about sexually. I'm talking about physically. It costs too much to step foot outside of your door. So there's no reason why when you step foot outside your door, you do not feel safe. You do not feel equipped. You do not feel secure in who you are. You don't have morals. There's no reason why. It's absolutely insane. It's getting too fucking expensive. And if it's going to be that expensive, these people that are in these positions of power are going to start to have to do something to help subside the cost. That's it. And I went off on a little tangent. <laughs> I, I think that is your rant for today. Just, no, that, was, that was dope. I just said, I'm like, because you know, my dad has a saying about that. He's like, you want to spend money? Step outside. But not, like he said, not just money. You, you spend you're everything. spending everything. Everything. And I didn't realize it until like two days ago because a guy that I was dating, he literally told me, he was like, Cree, you too expensive. And Dang. at the time, I thought he was talking about financially. Sorry, to my Coco. <laughs> no, this was before I had Coco. This was when I was younger. So I was oh, like, <laughs> I was like 2021. 20, oh, damn. <laughs> and he was like, Cree, you, and he was, he was an older guy. But he was like, Cree, honestly, you're too expensive. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't even ask you for anything. He was like, I'm not talking about financially. He was like, because I got the money, whatever you want. But he was like, you're just too expensive. He was like, your spirit, your energy is too, it costs too much. He was like, and I don't have enough to, 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 I don't have enough. He was like, I could buy you anything, but I don't have enough to pay for what comes with you. And when he said that, it's it's just now coming around to me. Now I'm understanding what he meant by it. But it goes the same for with with just us in general. It costs too much to go outside. (laughs) And if I'm going to go outside, I need to be worth my time. I need to be getting a return. That's it. Oh, y'all, this is great. This is great. I needed this, y'all. <laughs> she bad, y'all. She bad. <laughs>
Bye, guys. Until next time, Cool and Conscious Podcast, Black owned, Black run. Make sure you follow the pod at Cool and Conscious. Make sure you follow the media company at Just Eldridge Media. This was so great. Make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend that we back and we better. And hey, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah.